Hi there, I'm Chelsea, and you're listening to the Making Self-Care Podcast, an extension of 90 Wellness, where we believe when you're well, you excel. Prioritizing your self-care is the solution to living a balanced life. Are there people you look up to that just blow you away with how they respond to difficult situations? I can count on one hand individuals who I just absolutely want to be like. They give off such, I don't know, a confidence and security in the way they present themselves. They're strong, super attractive, they're tall, they have boisterous laughs, and they're fearless, but they seem to give this air of being so gentle in the way that they handle life that I seriously just want to bask in their presence. Do you, does anyone know what I'm talking about? I think it's because of some of these role models that I've delved into self-care. I desperately want to have their characteristics and exude the strength I love seeing in them. Thinking about it right now, I envision how they talk to themselves in their head. It's probably like Stevie Wonder's everything's, every little thing's going to be all right is on repeat and don't worry be happy. (laughs) Now that I'm older, I know for a fact that they had to put in work to be calm and still be able to smile in the midst of a lot of pain they went through. Some of these people I look up to, um, one I think had lost her son. Um, another one had lost her husband. Um, Another gentleman, a gentleman I follow, he um, lost his son. Their family was amazingly strong. Um, And then one of the ones I always think about who uh, just really inspires me with his charisma and the way that he um, handles situations with his kids, with his wife, with work. Um, He was a major, um, he was a CEO of of a large corporation here in town in Spokane and he quit everything to start a nonprofit in Africa. And that, uh, I mean, if you have stability and you have a great paycheck, I mean, that is hard to do. And yet he did it with smile and a grace. I mean, if you're not called to do something like that, um, I don't think you could do it. And I probably don't know the whole story behind all that, but I just know from what I remember watching and, and seeing them go through and the, and the way they talked about it, they were, there was just like an amazing confidence and calmness, even though their whole world was changing, um, with this decision that he made. Um, what I love about these examples is that it shows that, you know, life is hard, but you can get through it and you can get through it with grace and you can exude, um, resilience I want to be with those people during a struggle because I know that they're going to keep me calm because they're calm and we're going to get out of it. Uh, maybe, maybe not quicker, but we're going to get out of it still smiling and like, we're, we're going to learn through the struggle, um, you know, how to preserve our well being so that when the next struggle, struggle comes, we already know like what we're going to do in it because we are handling it right now. I've been on my own wellness journey for several years now, and I'm only recently coming to see that self-care is built on hard times. And because of hard times, we incorporate self-care. And then because we incorporate self-care, we can be resilient in the hard times that are to come.
going through my personal life um, and comparing what I show to those role models that I look up to that I was just talking about, <laughs> like I do not show healthy characteristics in many areas of wellness. Um, but I do believe that change, the first step to change is self-retrospection. So I do know I'm on the right track. Many individuals suffer with anxiety. We know these people. We know people suffer with anxiety and they're frustrated with where they are right now. Um, I, I know several people who are, or who are holding on to a thread, desperately hoping that they can care for their families without completely freaking out. Um, COVID has you know, given us all that opportunity to um, freak out. And then, of course, civil unrest and trying to determine, you know, are we silent? Are we vocal? What do we truly believe? And having to stand up for the rights of all human beings and for those who have been a, mini- a minority all their life. You know, these are things that we are facing right now. And it's hard to um, know where we stand and have a voice in those areas at the same time trying to be calm and and be resilient for our families. Um, Wellness is not the absence of illness or stress or chaos. It's the way in which you recover from the illness and stress, I think, that measures how well you are. And just like all things, we have to build strength in order to be resilient. So I know that those people I look up to who are my role models who I've thought about since I was a kid and have just been like, I want to be like them. I know that they had to build their own strength by going through hard times and building up their resilience through through hard self-care and preserving their well-being. So using those individuals... um, Here are 11 practical ways that I know they have practiced self-care through the way I watched them and the way we interacted with them um, and how we can begin building our own resilience through self-care as well. So if you like to journal, I encourage you to jot these down on paper if you need to um, or listen to this episode again and just take mental notes of these 11 things. One, Get on your knees. Self-care is praying. Praying for the world, for your family, for yourself. Not only that, but it gets you out of your head and helps you see a much bigger picture. Two, know who and know when. If you're in a season of life, which all of us are right now, where we're struggling with what to do or where to take a stand, you know we need to do some research. Good self-care is knowing what we believe in and knowing how to respond when that is being threatened. You know, this can include tips between the kids, tips between the neighbors, tips between, you know, a coworker or, you know, on a much larger global scale. Um, three, stabilize yourself. Stabilizing means keeping the routine. If you have not had a routine, now is the time to implement one. Routine saved my life during COVID. Just keeping my exercise um, uh, routine in place, eating well, um, always doing my morning pages when I woke up, keeping my routine in the morning of like opening the blinds, drinking my coffee, practicing gratitude. Um, and then going to bed, making sure that I had put my son to bed at a, at the good at a good time, and then had some quiet time before I myself went to bed. 
that just kept me sane for sure. So stabilize yourself. Four, lock yourself in the closet. I know this one seems kind of funny, but even during chaos, you know, we need to set time aside in the calendar for us to have me time. And that looks different for everybody. You might be a CEO, you might be a mom, you might be a dad, you might be, um, you know, a young child who likes to talk about self-care and you're listening to this for some reason. Um, but if you are needing time away, you know, you do need to put those boundaries, you know, say that and say, I need this time for myself. I'm going to set it aside 10 a.m. in the morning. This is my time. I'm going to practice self-care for just 30 minutes and just revamp, refocus and do what you need to do in order to get your mind right so that you can, you know, work at a higher level for those people that you're responsible for. Five, calm down by raising your heartbeat. Exercise reduces stress like you have no idea. And there are many ways exercise reduces stress. But that cortisol that we have that is our stress hormone, it needs an escape. And there is no better way than to get your heartbeat racing and get that sweat running down your face. You know, no one can do this for you. You have to do it. Um, So I know that uh, exercise is a great way at building resilience because it also teaches you to be diligent, determined, and to not give up when you are, um, you know, panting and feeling like you're in the middle of a cramp, uh, but not giving up because you want to reach the finish line. For some of us, we've already ran a mile and we have to run a mile back home. So you can't give up. Six. Say it once, turn around, and walk away. There's a book I love. Um, It's called Have a New Kid by Friday. And this is specifically for children who um, just are rebellious and are really hard to deal with. And parents um, use this book to keep boundaries and teach their kids how to respect them. But I say this book has been a a lifesaver for me and my own boundaries, teaching myself how to um, set my own boundaries and keep them myself. Seven, eat often and eat well. You know, the more you eat, the, the faster your metabolism works and the better you eat, the more efficient your body works. So up those nutrients, lose the processed foods and sugar. You'll feel better and you'll think better. Eight, minimize your space lose weight. Um, our brains, I just, I learned this recently from Donald Miller, who has a podcast called the story brand podcast. And he, um, is one of my favorite business gurus. And he taught us brain, the brain's number one job is to preserve calories. And it does this by giving you that shutting down feeling when you're overthinking or you're stressed about something. So the cleaner your physical spaces the less your brain has to preserve calories um, because it's not thinking like, oh, all of this stuff I have to be aware of. Um, so in essence, you're kind of, you know, losing some, ca- uh, you don't ha- your brain doesn't have to preserve so many calories if your space is minimal- minimalized. Uh, nine, turn off the Wi-Fi. Turn off your brain. I recently uh, just started doing this practice where I've been turning my Wi-Fi off at night. And, um, you know, it's too soon to tell, but I think that I am finding more brain clarity. Uh, you know, those electromagnetic, mag- electromagnetic 
fields um, are very strong and um, stronger than any of us will probably ever realize. But um, the more we can just unplug the router, unplug the things that are um, in our walls, you know, turn off our phone at night, um, protect ourselves from that unnatural blue light. And um, that will really uh, just, it, it gives us a break. Our bodies need a break sometimes. So give your body a little break, whether you feel a difference or not. 10, get what you need, protect the rest. This has to do with finances. Keep your finances straight and don't just spend things because you need to spend something in order for you know shopping therapy to happen. But building resilience, just like that exercise, it means practicing self-control. So protect what you have and make sure you have more than enough to spend on what you need. Um, you know, the more money you spend, the more material things you have and the more stress you create for your brain to think about. So just get what you need and um, leave the rest. And 11, set yourself up for success. Prepare the coffee the night before. Make sure the laundry's folded and done before you go to bed. Keep the house minimal so you don't have to worry about clutter. Meal prep so you don't have to look in the fridge tomorrow morning and be like, what am I going to make for the kids? You know, give yourself time to settle into the morning without having to clean up from last night's mess. During stressful times, it's super important to keep your areas tidy and um, setting, you know, so that you can be more aware of your surroundings and not getting distracted with items that are just randomly everywhere. So set yourself up for success. Prepare the night before, prepare the week before, prepare the month before, and it will feel so much better. Uh, so that is just the beginning of building resilience through self-care. I hope that you learned something. I am on this journey uh, for the long run, so I'll be learning this right along with you if you so choose to do it with me. Until next time, smile, enjoy life. Much love. Hey, quick thing here before we finish. If you are looking to go on your own wellness journey and you need a little help, check out my course called Creating Self-Care that I just launched on Teachable. You'll go through the seven areas of wellness and you'll see where you're well and where you need to implement some more self-care. You can find this at 90wellness.com. There's a link on the front page of the website and you will have the link right there and you can sign up for yourself. It's just $25. You get a five-part series. You can do it all in the comfort of your own home. And again, it's called Creating Self-Care and you can go to 90wellness.com. I'll also leave the link in the show notes and you can check out that link for yourself.